Welcome, fellow last placers, to another episode of LPF Debrief, where we discuss movies, we talk about series, and just give our opinions, Easter eggs, and all those good things that, you know, you expect in a podcast talking about TV shows. <laughs> so I've got my, you know, co host of this, I guess, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm just one we'll day give I'm going to uh, nail it. One we'll day give I'll it three out of five. Three out of five yeah. for that one. <laughs> we'll get one day there. I'll <laughs> get it, but you know what? Till for now. I'm just going to, you know, hey, it's a busy week, all right? Uh, no, nah, right. So, as always, I have Chris, and as always, we don't have Yendi, so here we are shaming him. So, today we are going to talk about What If, episode four of What If, which is Doctor Strange's episode, which is basically the episode, the What If is, if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hand, which gives you the idea what we're going to start talking about. Spoilers, which I thought, like, spoilers from this point. Spoilers I almost for forgot. sure. Don't forget to like, subscribe, do all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. And I'll let you know about the mouse giveaway at the end. But yes, Chris, what'd you think about the episode? First impressions. Uh, first impressions. Whenever I read the episode this morning, I was like, when he loses his heart, like, what is that going to do? And then I saw what happened. And I was like, yeah. oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. episode was great. Uh, my wife was actually really interested in this because Doctor Strange is probably her favorite character. Yeah, she uh, likes besides... the the magic. Side yeah, yeah, of yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We just she likes Captain that. America's looks, yeah. but likes Doctor Strange's yeah. powers. Yeah. So, um, uh, it's it was very cool to see. Um, uh, I enjoyed the Watcher being more a part of this episode mm-hmm. because he is part of, um, the magic side of. Yeah. Well, um, it it made sense because Strange would be the one who would be able to see him. See, yeah, like, you see know, what I mean? or at least sense his awesome. presence. So, yeah. Uh, so, and also that freaking I love the freaking silhouettes, man, that they keep doing. Because yeah. in the beginning, right in that opening episode, is the it's the city and him standing there. I was like, man, that is so freaking cool. I love it. I'm obsessed with that look. Yeah. Uh, great story. Very another very well not another. dark episode. No, this was yeah, dark. Was, yeah, this was a very dark episode. It got very sad. It ended mm-hmm. sad. It was just like, like even the ending, the tone. I was just like, well, like basically telling you like that's it for that universe. Like it's yeah. gone. So like, and I was like, oh, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think about it? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I am really enjoying these what if stories. And as a person who who's read the comics and stuff like that, these stories have always been my favorite because. You can do things that are really fun. So you don't, you're not, um, what's the word? You're not constricted into telling like the storyline because this is ex- like, it's almost like fanfare also. Like what if uh, any of these things happened? And it's always been something like, what if the Mar like, you know, what if um, Deadpool fought the DCU? Like, I mean, the MCU universe, like all that kind of stuff. So I think it's really fun that you can do these and still have like a serious tone, which I think what this show is doing really well is that you still have your comedy, but it's also given us these very serious tones. And this one was super serious and very dark. Like, and it was a, it was kind of different from what the Doctor Strange movie was also, because if you remember, the Doctor Strange movie is pretty fun and it, it has its serious moments. But this was like a really heart wrenching and it was supposed to be and it, it did its job. And basically, you know, Strange loses Christine and the this episode started 
basically with the what if changing it because in the movie christine doesn't actually go to with him to this trip award yeah yeah so that's basically from the top had already stopped like started with the what if changing so if you were wondering what the moment was it was she actually accepted going to the um the function and this is why basically everything changed from there we found out some really important stuff but we'll get into some of the cool stuff dr strange's car every time it fell into the water was exactly the same as the movie so it fell in the same exact way i don't know how many people remember dr strange but we also saw the cool moment when he gets the eye of agamotto and he does the apple thing which he did in the movie also yeah but the animation of the apple looked cool like i like that art style that was really really cool (laughs) that is something that is really really cool about this show is that it's super like the animation to it is really capturing so like all even the fight scene right the fight scenes were like so dope because the animation and the way that everything looks and the camera work they're doing I it's think, funny like, to think that because every time we see animation, we're like, oh, man, I wish this was live action. And the yeah. fact that we're seeing live action go back into animation yeah. is just like, whoa, this is. <laughs> it actually shows you the state of anim- an- uh, animation, a- I mean, anime, cartoon and stuff like that. People still yeah. gravitate towards that stuff because, I mean, really, as a kid, we were kind of trained to watch cartoons. Like, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, like we that was our enjoyment. So us seeing it in a serious tone doesn't really affect us, especially when you had like Family Guy and all these shows that kind of like used uh, like cartoons to kind of ease people into it. And it, it, it's a sense of comfort, I guess. So you're right. I think I think it's cool that we're going to animation because you can do shows like this to where you don't need to hire the live action, like a uh, live action cash, which tends to be more expensive anyway. So I think it's cool that they're they're being able to go to things like this. Uh, we learned something really important in this episode, and that was the ancient one explaining that there's absolute points in time. And I feel like that's going to be a major, major, major factor in a lot of the things that happen uh, going into other storylines because absolute points are basically meaning like this thing has to happen. So like there's no changing. It yeah, there was yeah. no changing it, even though like for strange in that universe, Christine's death was an absolute point in time. It had to happen. Like there's no working around it. There was no, it's the same thing as Dr. Strange basically was meant to become the Sorcerer Supreme. Like there was just no, no changing that. So I think having those kind of like benchmarks is really good for us. Cause then it's kind of like, Hey, this thing has to happen. So like, I'm, I'm going to start like using some theories and assume like Avengers, like them coming together at some point in certain timelines has to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Or the, the idea of it, which is what I think the Nick Fury uh, episode, I feel like him wanting to get them together is an absolute point. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm interested to see what else that goes into. Cause I feel like knowing that strange is going to be in Spider-Man that maybe Peter figuring out Peter's identity being revealed might be an absolute point. I don't think it'll be an absolute point. I, I think. listen that I'm just saying, I'm just saying I'm, this is me with no context, no watching the trailers. I'm just saying if, if, like, you know what I mean? Peter has to try to figure out a way 
to, and I feel like this is why we're going to see Matt Murdock, but that's a whole nother episode. But anyway, I feel like Matt Murdock, my perfect scenario is that Matt Murdock is the one who tries to get Peter's name cleared. And that's what happens. You know what I mean? Which I think would be cool. But I feel like they're probably can make it a way to where it's, they, they're saying this has to happen. Like Peter has to get his identity revealed. So we'll see. I got you. Um, that montage of him mm-hmm. trying to save Christine oh is my God. so upsetting, bro. Like it's hard. He waited. Yeah. Waited on passing the truck, takes the other way, gets hit by a car. For mm-hmm. me, it was when they go to the diner. Yeah. Like they go to a diner and they try to sit and eat and then uh, it gets robbed. Dude, and, she gets yeah. shot. and I was just like, what the, like yeah. even Brie was just like, why is this happening? And I, that's mm-hmm. when it clicked for me. I was like, like, she's not allowed to like yeah, live. She, it has to happen. Well, because in that so. universe, in that particular universe that he was in, he had, that had to happen because if, if that strange doesn't see the death, he would not seek magic. So even though our Dr. Strange he lost his hands and that's what made him seek the magic. That wasn't a, a outcome for that Dr. Strange in that universe. Yeah. Because you even him I mean? leaving, because at one point he does leave her there, mm-hmm. but at that point he already knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So he's just drinking and then the building explodes. Yeah. There was an explosion and everything mm-hmm. like that. So he never drives by himself to yeah. go. Like he never has the thought of like, maybe if I go to this thing by my, if I get in the car accident by myself, what happens? Yeah. So, uh, and plus our Dr. Strange was, uh, I felt like he was a lot more. Co- I mean, Doctor Strange in general is cocky, but I, for me, the one that's in the universe, in the normal universe that we've been watching, uh, seems more cocky. And he was just a lone wolf. He's just like, you know, I'm the best. I'm the greatest. I can do this by myself. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And this one was just. It seemed like he was cocky, but also he was just like, I'm in it for the relationship. Also, well, so, I mean, he was in love, and that was pretty yeah. much the the the. the, the just, I uh, think yeah, the gist of it, and also I think they, I think our Doctor Strange didn't really have, like, he had that connection with Christine, but it's not as impa- apparent as this one yeah. clearly is, because now she's willing to go to the to the seminar and stuff like that, so I think they have a different relationship, and that's why. But the, the goal is, Stephen Strange has to seek out magic, and in that universe, that's his way of seeking out magic. In our universe, his hands breaking was seeking out magic. Um, so I thought that was dope. Uh, the the Cagliostro reference was great. Um, the character that actually what was now? in Hold the, on. What? the uh, Cagliostro, the the book. Oh, oh yes, that's yes, the yes, area yes, yes. that okay, he's okay. in the yeah, library. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. So Obra- o- Obenin, I think it was his name. Oh, but I forget his name. It starts with a no. But he's actually the person in the comics. But they kind of went with no, he's not here, kind of thing, which. You know, what well, I don't I don't know why they would why do, do they that. Keep I feel, doing that. They'd always feel, do that for something. I feel like it's so weird. Like I, I just like I get sometimes like sometimes I do understand why you don't want to reference a character, but I feel like it's like he's already there. Like why just wouldn't you make that hit the character? I don't we get, get it, the right? joke. You like teasing us, but you've done it a little bit too yeah, much. We're like, okay, like, I, I, you get it now. Get it, <laughs> Especially it. with Loki, like I think Loki said that yeah. point. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird to me. It's like why are you making like and that's another he actually references that book in the doctor strange movie also so that's also dope i think the turn that he made and just started to like absorb other beings that was insane to me because it was it was a it was a flick of a light switch bro he went from gnome to like okay that was easy let me keep he's like i need more and i was like 
dragons and then, and then, and then like, <laughs> the beast kept getting bigger and then yeah. you just saw the like the darkness in his eyes start mm-hmm. to grow yeah. and i was just like okay i'm like he's bad now i got yeah. it all right <laughs> no he, but, uh, he was just crazed it was just crazed with power and he just wanted to figure out a way to try to break time which is something that dr strange's characteristic is you can't tell him he can't do something it's just always been a thing he's always going to seek out ways to prove that he can do something and that's just the way it is it's that is within his character it makes perfect sense to me that he would try this dr strange would try that because he doesn't feel like he has any limits so yeah. this is and you telling him he can't do it it's just going to make him want to do it. And so also now I, whenever he, he conjures the, uh, not conjures the, uh, whenever he brings in the bug with the cape, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I really want to see a side story of the bug going back in. <laughs> yeah. And what happened to you? He's like, this bitch stole my cape. Yeah. <laughs> and he just trains and there's going to be an episode of the bug <laughs> in him fighting. Cause yeah. that's the only one to survive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that was, was crazy. Was very weird. <laughs> was there any like hidden, um, any hidden monsters that, well, that was like a reference to they anything? They referenced the, the same one in Agent Carter, which is who I think is Shuma Garath. Okay, the tentacle yes. thing. That's the yep. same monster. Um, some of them were pretty like standard, not like really too too much into i know some of them they i think there was like the a bat couple thing, that have the had, bat thing yeah. made me think of batman but obviously that's i know not yeah into, so whenever i saw it i was just like wait what yeah that doesn't make sense but yeah. yeah they um they had a couple that are like in the marvel universe but nothing like too crazy just you know strange just sees all this weird stuff anyway because that's just his characters and dealing with the magic and all that stuff i did find it super interesting that they had um I did find it super interesting that when he absorbs one of them, I forget, and he has that like red, like the chaos magic kind of thing, which is the same as Wanda. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool because remember when Wanda first makes the what the the area when she makes the area in WandaVision, all that chaos magic kind of like comes out, and yeah. then he had that same kind of he had that same kind of thing happen to him. So I. I I think it's cool that we're seeing chaos magic and just that was just like a small subtle thing that's bringing their characters closer because we know they're on a collision course for Doctor Strange, you know, uh, madness into the universe. I also, uh, I so. also thought the turning point whenever he, as soon as he brings in the, is it the dragon that you first see the transformation in his face? He looks yeah. like, a, yeah, as you soon as you see like the demon face and everything, mm-hmm. on me, I'm like, that's the transition into like him going like, no, this is. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And he, mm-hmm. he's flipping that coin. Also, the fact that the watcher comes in and he's like, he's on the wrong path. And he's like, I can step in right now. Yeah. And, and he's like, like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he so. could. And he's 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 made that clear, which is he's like, he could intervene into these things, but he can't. Like, mm-hmm. he could totally swap it and fix it and do all that stuff. But, but it would he mean, just, yeah. I mean, he explains yeah. why he couldn't. He's exactly. like, it would, it would ruin everything. It would ruin every other universe. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I thought that was really cool. It's just a little bit more explanation. And like, like he, like we said before, strange 
sensing the presence and knowing he was there. Yeah. Uh, was really it was cool. subtle. At, the first one was subtle. It was just yeah. like, is someone watching me? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? And then later on in the episode when like he fully breaks through that thing and is like having an actual conversation with him, which I thought was amazing because it's yeah. so cool that he's like, look, you can help me. You can change this. And he's like, yeah, he's I could, like, yeah, but I you could. also decided to do all this. Like, yeah. this is your doing. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not, not only... I could help you, but now I don't want to help you because yeah. you went on this crazy path on your own. So another interesting thing that the ancient one mentioned was the two time, two universes essentially happening. I mean, two possibility, two timelines happening in one universe. Yeah, they what which, if us? Yeah, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I mean, let's think about this. You know, the <laughs> Spider Man. Listen, listen. I'm just saying, Spider Man is this is. I feel like watching this episode, and I'll tell you this, watching this episode made it feel like we were getting a pre-cool to like how the universe works just for Spider-Man. It was like, listen, guys, there's anything is possible in this next movie. So maybe there's two timelines, which will explain why we have all these villains that were in the Sony universe in the MCU universe. So listen, I'm just saying... This is all possibilities. If you can't tell, I'm super excited. So this little, like, t I do like how Marvel is slowly giving people a way to digest the multi-universe, like the multiverse, because it is and can be very overwhelming. So seeing these little tidbits and getting all this little information, I think it's going to help make those shows and those movies better. Because when you watch these next uh, Shang-Chi, I think, is going to be a little bit more grounded. But when it comes to Eternals, the next Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange, it's people can off. get lost quickly. <laughs> so I think just like digesting all of this is, is a good thing. I don't think it will be necessary to watch this. But what I'm saying is it's a good way to start digesting the possibilities of all the craziness that can happen in those those three movies. Because the Eternals can could have also intervened in Infinity War, and they they they're going to explain in that movie why they couldn't because mm -hmm. they did in the comic books also. So I'm just going to assume again theories because I don't watch trailers. So, but yeah, so I think it's it's it it's super cool what they're doing with all this. I think when they when the Ancient One splits the Stranges, I thought that was super cool because now you do open up that possibility like i just said of two two timelines existing in one universe and then now we can see a lot of other things happen like you know what i mean so many more possibilities can happen so i'm interested to see where we go from here right because i think we're just going to be on some this crazy path for like i said the next couple of movies is just going to be pretty insane so yeah. also i'm i'm ready to see um Wong again, man. I miss him. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I missed him until this episode. And he's like, you know, he's deteriorating and he's just kind of yeah. like, he's still himself, you know? Yeah. He's <laughs> just like, man, he's like, come on, man. Like, but Wong is just like, I like, I told you, man. Like, what, <laughs> what do you, he was like, don't do nothing stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, it's funny because that relationship is always going to be great. Uh, it's like, so their good. relationship. And then the hole opens up and he's like, that doesn't look good. He's like, yeah, it doesn't. And then he yeah, falls through. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just their relationship is always going to be good. And it, I mean, it was great in Doctor Strange. It was great in both the Avenger movies. Like, one of my favorite lines in Endgame is like, is when he goes, 
is that everybody? He's like, what, you were expecting more? Like, <laughs> you literally brought an army from Wakanda, and you're like, what, what did you want? What did you want from me? Who else did you want me to bring? So, uh, I, yeah, so their good. relationship to me is is fantastic, and it's it's always nice when the main character has a a nice side wingman or like you know assistant character because it they they're supposed to be the comic relief in most situations and it also grounds those characters like because that feels like a very grounded relationship you know yeah so i'm hoping uh hoping we see him in uh yes. shang chi for some reason all right i feel we'll, like this is the chance we'll but... see i mean you never know wong could be all over the place so and then of course the end of the episode was really really dark um because it was like you're in this crystal just you with you and the fading person that you were trying to save so like Forever. if he needed any more yeah if he needed any more like it just gosh like he he once he absorbed because i i knew that was going to happen right i knew that he there's just no way because it would have made no sense if the i guess we could say the good Doctor Strange was able to defeat him because he just didn't have that much as much power. Like no. it was just no way he didn't know as much magic. Like people were literally getting old as he was absorbing all these people. Like, you know what I mean? So he was just at on another level and there was no way that he was going to be able to stop that. So I think it was a, a way of showing, Hey, listen, if you do some messed up stuff, messed up things are about to happen to you because you're messing with something you really truly don't understand because he never actually took the time to understand it. He was just like, here's my goal and that's it. Like, I'm just going to reach my goal. I don't care how I get there. So I think it was a good lesson. And then him being stuck in there, it's, it kind of sucks because like yeah. you're stuck seeing something that you caused for the person you were trying to save. So and he's it, him realizing it, too, that he did the wrong thing right before you pleaded to the the watcher yeah was uh whenever he gets her out of the car and he wakes her up and he's like in the monster form like all yeah. the mo like show the monster fully revealing itself mm -hmm. that was really a cool moment of uh yeah. like she's scared now and it's just like he's realizing like oh i did all this to get her back and this is yeah. not this is yeah. not what <laughs> i wanted at all yeah so and then the the fading thing was also kind of similar to when uh, Vision fades away from Wanda, which was one of the saddest things ever. But still, like, you know what I mean? They accepted it. And then, of course, this was very was similar to WandaVision because he dealt with the five stages of grief, you mm -hmm. know, throughout this whole episode, which was the same thing that happened to Wanda. So I think they're, they're the way that they're making the magic people, like, come together and have very similar stories, I think is really cool because it's like, they have so much power, but they need a, like, it cannot just, they need a form of weakness and like showing little tidbits of things like this shows you, Hey, look, they still have these very caring personalities and that's a way that they could probably be like be hurt, but it also could make them stronger clearly as we saw, <laughs> because with magic, all it takes is one little thing. And then they, people just get crazy. And then all the power that they didn't know they had, they have, and then you're just like, Oh, well, what are we supposed to do to stop it? So yeah. overall, I thought it was a great episode, but we're going to get to the end like we normally do. What was your favorite part, Chris? Favorite part was that the watcher coming in at the end there. Yeah. Man. That, that moment that 100%. he had, and he's just like, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I shouldn't have done this, but you yeah. can help. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I could. And uh, yeah. he's like, you were, you were told already yeah. what was going to happen. And he's like, and mm -hmm. now I can only watch. I can't, I can't yeah. intervene. 
Um, so that one, and also a little tidbit of the uh, the cape sacrificing itself yeah. to to protect, uh, like the fight uh, fight, yeah, which yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. I so, love that, that that cape and cape fight was pretty funny too. Yeah. So there was no no big comedy moment for me except for that yeah. little moment with uh, from with Wong with the portal opening up on yeah. the floor because this like we like we said before this episode was very very dark, yeah, uh, very sad ending. Like when I finished it, I did not feel good. I was yeah. just like. This is not a happy ending at all. <laughs> so, <Nope>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And same thing. I will uh, I agree the the watcher stepping out because I the camera work to it was so perfect too, right? Because he went from like a silhouette into like into the, the, the yeah. glass breaking, which is like, you know, the fourth wall, like, you know, just it breaking and then him being like in a direct conversation and that sequence looks so cool when you go back and look at it, you're like, "Damn." That was like that happened so seamlessly. <laughs> like it's it's just like and those are one of those things that where you can do with animation that it doesn't like look like a motion blur or anything like that. Like it just happened so quick and it just looked so good. So I agree one hundred percent. That was my that was my favorite uh moment. And then I mean I do love anytime the ancient one and strange have conversations, I love those kind of conversations because it's like she's still there and like the way that she like explains things to him, like Look, you're smart. You're you know all this stuff, and you're like you just shouldn't be an idiot. What are you doing? Like you know what I mean. So, I think overall it was a great episode. Um, I think also we might do a video at some point when this ends of ranking all the episodes. I think that'd be dope. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. So I think we'll do that. I I just thought of that yesterday. I meant to tell you, but now I'm telling you on the video. So there's one potential know. for beating my number one right now. Oh so well, don't don't don't. Spoil I'm not gonna it. say. I'm not gonna say. Don't it, but spoil I'm, it. I'm, I'm waiting it for the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More content, I'm waiting to okay? see <laughs> more content for you guys. So guys, <laughs> this is going to be the end of the episode. So as always, please like, subscribe, share with a friend. We're doing a mouse giveaway once we get to a hundred subscribers on YouTube. So click the YouTube link, hit subscribe, like the video, do all that good stuff to help us out with the algorithm, so we can do more giveaways and do more content. So. If you guys enjoyed it, please hit the like, do all that good stuff. So until next time, we'll see you guys next. Actually, we'll see you guys tomorrow oh, because yeah, we, are. we are going to make a video. This is today is Thursday. We're going to go watch Shang-Chi later, which we're pretty excited about. Uh, so please check that out. We're going to drop that video tomorrow. And besides that, till next time, fire team out. All right. Oh, you saw how much. So Tim streamed for the first two hours. You saw how many viewers he had.